what is up guys welcome in to episode 29 i do believe as always i am joined on my left your right the one and only competitive bodybuilder former competitive battlefield player military firearms expert content creator for over thirty thousand subscribers buffner gaming what's up man how's it going man how you doing i'm hyped up today i'm hyped up today I don't know if you can tell, but I'm hyped up today. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, yeah, dude. It's ah, this makes my Mondays worth it, man. Getting to getting together and talking about video games, dude. It's gonna be fun. Hell yeah. Um, how was your weekend to start off with? Really good, actually. This is this is one of the I think the first weekend this summer where I did absolutely nothing but basically sit on the couch and <laughs> do nothing. So. It was great. Caught up on some uh, <clears throat> some old Stallone flicks, you know. Had one of those kind of weekends, so it was it was much needed. How about yourself? Heck yeah! Well, this was the first time that we weren't in like unbearable heat advisory. Don't go outside. We actually had like a day and a half of reasonable temperatures. So like all day Saturday, I was outside. Like I mowed the yard. I finished our little uh, shooting berm range in my back pasture, and then we spent most of the day uh, shooting. I'm getting an echo. Uh -oh. All right, guys. I think we're back. I think we got it fixed. Really sorry about that. Thank goodness I built a break time screen. Like I built a we'll be right back screen just for such an occasion. And I got to use it like within the first two minutes of the show. We're not going to say whose fault it was. Um, but, was uh, <laughs> it was we'll, <laughs> we'll get it figured out. His name <laughs> rhymes with Uffner Gaming. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no man. Uh, so yeah, I actually got to spend like the weekend outside and do some shooting and get stuff cleaned up. And now today it's back to like a billion degrees and sucks and no one wants to go outside. So yeah, it was short lived, but it, but it was nice. That's good. At least you could like get outside and, you know, experience some fresh air for once. So that's good. <laughs> yep. I gotta, I gotta shoot off the, the SOCOM and the, the shooting burn uh, caught that. So I feel like, I feel like it's probably good um we can we can handle that so yeah we tested it out but anyway guys yeah sorry about that thank you so much for being here um we have this show is a couple quick announcements the show is a podcast um the pinned comment in the chat is uh the scope channel which eventually uh buff and i hope to get everything moved over there once we can kind of funnel enough people um over that direction to make it worth it hopefully one day w the show will live over there the live broadcast the vod and all the clips right now that's where the vod is so if you miss anything and then also throughout the week we also post clips and digestible stuff over there this is an audio podcast that link is in the description below shout out to the podcast listener uh we appreciate you but i think actually we have like a pretty action-packed show i know we're in kind of like a lull we're in kind of like a dead area when it comes to games like the summertime drought leading up to new games there's not a lot going on but there is actually a lot to talk about you guys can see um on the topics list we're going to talk about doc's new game uh some call of duty leaks and then kind of transition into the season four updates how those are playing out for call of duty uh battlefield announces 1.2 update today and then in the quick shots we have a little bit more industry talk with call of duty and then some stuff about um Vostok and a couple other little things in the quick shot segment uh man named nobody thank you so much for the super chat and the kind words i really 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 appreciate that and uh yeah anything else before we dive into it nope sounds good to me all right let's get it dr disrespects game we know now is titled dead drop dead dead drop the drop <laughs> it's a tongue dead. twister yeah i don't know I feel, uh, yeah, I don't know. 
but yeah, uh, this is uh, I'll I'll try to play a couple clips of the of the gameplay uh, that was on Okami's Twitter. I feel like they have the best. Uh, he's got the best like clips of gameplay, so we can check it out and talk about it a little bit. But yeah, um, this is the the first snapshot that's coming uh, coming out and where everybody can play it. If you purchase the NFT, um, if you're a founder, uh, you can go ahead and play it. <laughs> yeah, D D drop. Um, kind of silly, sorry. Um, but yeah, what were your initial thoughts on it, Buff? What did you think when this thing came out? Yeah, I mean, first off, I'm never gonna be able to say that name like consistently. It's gonna, I'm gonna mess it up every time if I keep saying it. But I mean, for <clears throat> I think they were what they say six months total of development time at this point. I'm not sure if that includes like straight development for the game or if it means they've actually been working on this particular project for six months. Um, I thought, you know, I caught some other folks videos showing the gameplay that you were seeing now i mean visually i'm actually really impressed with how it looks i think the the weakest really the only weak link that i'm seeing right now is like the weapon animation and, and like recoil and stuff like that and muzzle flash everything else i mean looks pretty impressive for where they're at right now i think it is being developed on unreal engine four or five isn't it so i mean it's it's naturally going to look good really from what i can see just the weapon the weapons uh, animations and how they feel and recoil and, and the muzzle flash needs refinement. But again, given their development time, I mean, look at all the work they did with the environments. It just looks great. Everything looks really smooth. So um, pleasantly surprised, I think would be a, a good word for it for sure. Yeah, I think it should be commended. And I think, I think it was just doc being doc, but it kind of missed the mark. Cause he, he had that, uh, that infamous tweet, you know, where he said, this blows anything out of the water that Call of Duty has. Like, no, it really doesn't. Um, but I wish he would have. I wish he would have framed it. You know, he could still talk his big game. I think it would have done him uh, better service if he would have said, "Look at what we've put together in six months," because that is right. impressive. If you mm -hmm. frame the whole thing around that, like, it, it's pretty darn impressive. And we know that it's it's being created in uh, Unreal Five, um, so okay. it sh it should look pretty good. I have to call somebody out, dude. Somebody on my uh, in my comments on the video that I made, um, they <laughs> they said I was a little worried about the frame rate because if you watch if you watch this video, um, there's the frame rates drop like between forty and fifty five. It very very rarely gets to sixty. Um, so I was like a little bit worried about the frame rate. I'm sure they're going to work on that and stuff. But I mean, you can even see in the video like it's kind of choppy on Twitter. Um, I was worried about that. And then somebody in the in the comments on my YouTube video is like, dude, go watch Z-Laner's video. It runs fine. And like, he barely got above 60 frames. It was dipping to 40 frames all the time. I'm mm -hmm. like a frame slut, man. I, I, I love frames. I don't know if that's the right word. That's probably not it. But I love frames, man. Like, I, I have to have them. Um, I just got used to them and spoiled. And so I, I hope they get that figured out. I'm sure they will. Um I just, I just, yeah, get it trending on Twitter. Jeez, uh, <laughs> I'll never live that one down. But uh, yeah, so I, I don't know, man. It, it's got a long way to go. It looks cool, but I, I wish, I think he would have been better served framing it, saying, "Hey, oh, we, this is what we put together in six months. Not it already blows Call of Duty's engine out of the water because that's not true. Because we can see the frame rates are pretty bad. Uh, the animations are really rough. But uh, for an early game, this looks good." The things, the things I'm worried about are some of the design decisions for an old man like me. It looks hard to see people. 
um i've said i've said before in weeks past i'm not super excited about fighting vertically and fighting my way up which is potentially how this game's going to work mm-hmm. um but i think in that first kind of uh spot that first footage you see like a maybe like a hideout right where he grabs yeah. where they grab the gun off the wall yep so that could be pretty cool um if it's got rpg elements i guess doc in some of his older vods you know talked about wanting a game kind of like tarkov so this could have looting elements but he wanted to like kind of speed it up and stuff like that so yeah i don't know how it's gonna play and then you got the whole nft thing on top of it yeah not i i I don't even know what to think of nfts honestly i I haven't really been paying too much attention about how they've implemented see what he does with this but I know they're doing uh, every six weeks, they're releasing like a, a, a playable iteration of the game or a demo or whatever. So I'm curious. I think the telltale sign is going to be where they are in six weeks. And and to be fair, um, with what he said regarding comparing it to Modern Warfare 2, take a screenshot. I mean, this is a playable demo. So this is a stable build. So we also don't know where they are in the development cycle. They could be further along. And to be honest, Unreal Engine 5 has um, a lot of potential to to look better than, than what I th- we see with the Call of Duty engines in, in some cases. Now, we haven't seen enough of Modern Warfare 2 to like compare it. I think that's kind of crazy. But definitely, I think with the lighting and stuff like this, I mean, I, I was... Um, it was more than I was expecting. So, I mean, can you compare it? Can you look at this game and say because he wasn't saying screenshot he was saying like snapshot that's what they're calling their builds so i mean does this this gameplay we saw compare <clears throat> excuse me compared to modern warfare 2 absolutely not but um <clears throat> where will this be you know in six months in a year um they could have something good here especially if they have developers who are um familiarizing themselves and maybe already familiar with with ue5 i think that engine has a lot of possibilities um and some of the things we've seen from it look kind of like indistinguishable from real life with the unreal engine so i have to see what they do with this but I, i'm definitely gonna be keeping my eye on it yeah the lighting is really cool and like the mm-hmm. this one you can see the raindrop texture on the screen um yeah. i think they did that tastefully like in tarkov it just puts it right in your face this one kind of mm-hmm. they have it kind of around the edges and the corners and that stuff yep. looks realistic but the lighting is is really really cool in this game um yeah it's it's this is like incredibly interesting to me because it's just you know doc a streamer who's talk shit on video games for a long time about crappy audio and slow and terrible unathletic gameplay as he says um to see what he comes up with is going to be super cool to follow along and see what he comes up with i think in a perfect world he would have framed this demo as look what we've done in six months can you do that no Mm -hmm. like i think that would have been a better place to frame it i wish it didn't have nfts and i don't know about the vertical stuff but all but you know with all that out of the way like the game's going to be what it is, so I guess how he's talking shit really doesn't matter to, to the game. The game is going to come out how it is, so that's not going to affect it. The NFTs, right. if if he's you know if he follows through, it says you don't have to buy into that shit. If you if you just want to play the game, you can still play the game without it, and it's mm-hmm. not pay to win or anything. Then I definitely give it a try. I wish that stuff yeah. wasn't there. And I wish I think he could have done better, but I don't know. We'll see. I'm not. Yeah. I, and like the animations and the gun stuff looks looks really basic, but like I, you can't. I th- I, w- I would guess that's the they had literally just probably implemented that. It seems like that's the last thing they filled in. They obviously have been like working on all the environments and textures. It seems like 
the gun the gunplay animation that that portion of this is probably the the latest thing that was added to this particular particular build we're seeing but i'm definitely like i said they're showing screenshots is what they're calling these every six weeks i'm i'm really interested to see what this game looks like because i mean you look at the direct contact game which we talked about last week that's on ue4 or ue5 whichever they might have ported it to ue5 i can't remember but i mean that game it looks beautiful in my mind especially from a first person perspective so i i like the the gunplay from your first person point of view so i'm i'm uh i'm guessing like the weapons is the very last thing they added with this just getting into this build i'm i'm really excited to kind of see where, what this will look like in a in a couple months down the road because i think it's gonna be a night and day leap and you notice that building there and where they're standing where they walk in we saw when we covered this last time on the show it was like <clears throat> they had the textureless photo yeah. of this kind of area and i recognized that i was like wow i mean that like when i first saw that textless photo and we talked about it i was like i don't even know what is this supposed to be like stick figure game or something it just looked so rough it was weird but i mean compared to what that was and and what we're seeing now i mean i'm you can't you can't fault fault them i think this is a big win for them and everyone was giving them crap on twitter about dude it's not comparable to modern warfare 2 which you know okay maybe you overstretch but you got to hype up your game <laughs> so you know uh he got views on on the on the initial uh like gameplay release that they were trying to show that over the weekend so it, i mean it paid off um there's nothing nothing wrong with what they showed here then this is a big win for them yeah true and i mean that's that's a really good point like we're talking about it aren't we like everybody's talking about it everybody's pulling right. up that tweet and saying he said this what do you think got people mm -hmm. talking about his game so you know, whether it's uh, controversial or not, or like way out of left field, it got people talking about the game. You can say you can say a lot of stuff about Doc, uh, but uh, being a bad marketer is not one of those things. So he's yeah. he, he's going to do stuff to get people talking about his game. And uh, I, th I think that's what he did here. But yeah, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing how it goes. We've never seen a game developed like this. Um, it's going to be that's another thing that's going to be cool to watch. I. I I love new things like this in the first person shooter genre because we get to see how it works. And this, this could be like a new trend for other companies going forward. You know, if this catches on, I, I love case studies like this. Um, he's going to have the, every six weeks, they're also going to have feedback sessions with the founders uh, that bought, bought into the game, the supporters, and they're going to give, be able to give feedback into uh, the game and you know how it develops going forward is this going right. to make an awesome game that players like or is that going to slow down development to a crawl with all those cooks in the kitchen that's that's what's going to be interesting to see i think the person to follow on this is going to be big fry um on his channel he has he went ahead and paid for the the founders thing so he mm -hmm. could cover it so he's going to be playing it and i'm sure he's going to be doing reviews every six weeks and he'll be he'll be able to give like a first person view and uh and kind of details and an account of how it goes behind the scenes too so i'll be keeping yeah. an eye on his channel for updates too and did i know that i maybe i didn't see it right but i thought i saw uh former modern warfare uh guy robert Bolin was involved with midnight society on this so i could be wrong but um it's not like there's a bunch of amateurs doing this so no there were robert, a lot robert of Bolin had, yeah he's got a big history so yeah, I think there were there were a lot of um uh like Halo developers too, maybe I wanna say. And there mm -hmm. there was they brought in some big guns um for this. Yeah. So 
yeah. it's gonna be so cool. I, I think I think it's gonna turn out very good, to be honest. I hope so. I think so. But it's gonna be fun to watch the the marketing regardless and the development. Oh yeah. Definitely, definitely. Especially to, the way Doc does it. <laughs> I have to add crashes of frame slut to the ticker. Oh, hundred percent. Gotta be on there. That's I'm like I'm gonna have to call you that all the time from now on. Yeah, I can't wait. It should be good. Uh, um is that is that all you got for that you want to talk about cod a little bit yeah we can move forward i, I think we we've covered everything we need to cover there it looks good looking forward to seeing what it looks like every every six weeks when we get those screenshots or yeah, the other, shots, whatever, whatever it, they're calling them the other thing the other thing that i'm looking for is how in-depth it gets with the the looting and stuff is it gonna be like crazy like tarkov or they're just gonna be a few little items um here or there uh, Mike is Mike Asif's Doc, a former COD map designer. Yeah, uh, he worked for Sledgehammer Games and designed a lot of the maps from Advanced Warfare. Yep. So he, he which I enjoyed that game to be honest, especially the multiplayer. I didn't play a lot of it, but that was like my casual play Call of Duty when I wasn't really into gaming at that particular time. I had kind of moved away from it, but that was like me and my roommate just like goofing around. We like pass a controller match to match. I had I had fun and I, I enjoyed the maps on that game. So, I think I think I can probably come clean. Um, I was I was kind of late late to gaming uh, in my life, so that was one of my first Call of Duties that I put any amount of time into was Advanced Warfare, and I really liked it. I liked the setting a lot. The boost packs got a little wild. Um, there was for a long time when that game was populated, there was a classic mode where that you didn't have the boost packs. And you oh, could play okay. just boots on the ground in that game, and it felt so good. I loved that setting. Like I loved, I loved the grittiness of it. That had the mm -hmm. best customization of any Call of Duty. You could change your your gloves and your boots and pants and everything independently. Yeah, so you forgot could have a, about that. Yeah, dude, you could have such a unique look. It was so cool because um, we were playing all kinds of different modes, and my friends and I all had distinctive looks. Like I had a I had an interesting looking ski mask, and then like an orange exo and like blue pants. Like it was mm -hmm. kind of silly, but that game was still toned down enough where it wasn't like crazy. But later on, we got the clown suit, the gingerbread guy, and then you <laughs> got, and that was like the first game with like loot drops and stuff like that. So that yeah. that bad stuff came out of it. But See, I, I there's we... a... no go, go ahead. ahead. I was just gonna say, Advanced Warfare has kind of a place in my heart for being like one of the first games I put any time into. Yeah, I really liked it, and I like the setting. Like I said, the maps, but it's crazy because like. The setting there wasn't too futuristic. And then I remember uh, picking up like Black Ops 3 and I played like jumped into multiplayer for like five minutes and returned it. So like there was a huge leap in in the setting from there. But yeah, Advanced Warfare, I mean, I really enjoyed it, <laughs> to be honest. So if if uh, they do something, if they have bring in that map ideology to this, I mean, that should be interesting. Yeah, and then they, they had the... I know one of the maps that Doc's talked about before was the solar map, and that's one of them that I really did like. Um, yeah, so, that that was a good one. Yeah, I remember that one. Hopefully um, he knows what's up. Uh, but anyway, um, yeah, let's go ahead and talk about uh, the newer stuff coming to Call of Duty. Um, there were So we're going to kind of split this up. Okay, this is like one segment, but it's going to be like two and one. So you guys get like a two for deal. We're going to talk a little bit about the leak. So right after last week's episode, Reality found some stuff in the Season 4 Reloaded update. And then we're going to talk about uh, the Season 4 Reloaded update itself. So um, I didn't know what to make of these. Um, I made a video, and in my video, 
Uh, it probably had more questions than answers. I think you made a video about them too. It's kind of the same thing. Um, so yeah, this is a Charlie Intel article, which just kind of summarizes. I'm pulling this up so I can remember what to talk about. Um, <laughs> what do you what do you make of this? So these these leaks uh, come again from Reality, excuse me, Reality UK over on Twitter, and this article is from Charlie Intel. Um, the menu. So he found some more strings of code that refer to menu items, and it says campaign early access available now. Do you think there's actually going to be early access to the campaign? So the way I interpreted this and the way I covered it in my video was they would release maybe like a demo build of that dark water mission that we already saw instead of an alpha. Like sometime this month, we would get like a playable demo build of that level. Maybe not the full level, but maybe maybe like just the portions we saw to play to get a hands on. But I didn't really ask him about about what he thought this one was because it very well could be like if you pre-order you maybe you get maybe you get access to the campaign like a week early or a few days early because i know that used to be something back in the day uh create a lot of the creators would get uh their hands on the game early to play through the campaign do the review and then like the servers would sometimes like be up and whoever had the game could start playing multiplayer or a lot of people would like have buddies at GameStop or Walmart who would give them a physical copy, you know, like a week earlier or whatever. So I'm curious if um, we, they're just maybe early access to the campaign. So everyone, whoever pre-orders can start playing it early. That also may give them an idea of however many people are starting to play the campaign early, what their server load might look like for multiplayer day one. Like, okay, these this many people are playing multiplayer. So we need to like multiply that probably by two or three for the for the load balance on the server uh when we go live at midnight you know so I, I right now i'm thinking either two things like i said maybe we'll get a playable demo of the campaign which i thought was something maybe we had with the previous cod way back i could be wrong um but i'm also more leaning towards we get a few days early access to play the full campaign I, I could see either one of those. Something you said stuck out to me was like, this could be used as the alpha because we, we, I kind of originally thought that the alpha was going to be um, gunfight. Um, we right. thought it was going to, but uh, leaks have since suggested or data mines have suggested that's coming out in season one. Gunfight's going to be added a little bit later. Really? Okay. Yeah. So I could, so that kind of makes me think that potentially this could be the, uh, the alpha instead of being a multiplayer alpha, it could be uh, just a little snippet of like that dark water uh, gameplay would would make sense. And then also, right, um, I did look back and I, it did say that um, the campaign was available early for Modern Warfare Remastered. If you remember, that came out alongside Infinite Warfare, and if you bought that, right. I think you could play the campaign like a week early, and then they then they did the multiplayer like after that. So oh, that could really? be something. Okay. Yeah. So um, that could be something, but I could really see this being like a, the, the alpha could be like something that you get to play that one mission. And that would be, mm -hmm. that would be really used for getting people to, to buy uh, pre-orders right. to be able to have access to that. Cause it, you know, it says early access available. Now it makes you think they're definitely going to use that in some way to get pre-orders. There's no doubt about that. Um, I think so for sure. So yeah, and Charlie Intel goes on to say, um, 
how players could get early access to Modern Warfare 2's campaign isn't clear, nor when it can start. It could be either through the $100 Vault Edition or as one of the still unannounced pre-order bonuses. So there's still some pre-order bonuses out there. Um, the other big one was talking, it was a reference to Call of Duty HQ. And then it says, mm -hmm. so uh, it gives the HQ name, Call of Duty HQ. The description is, this is how we know this is the HQ blade. And then it says, uh, Launch Cod HQ is a button that looks like Launch Call of Duty HQ. So I originally heard headquarters and I thought, well, this could be like uh, the game mode headquarters, but it sounds like there's more to it than that. Yeah, and I, I, I'll be honest, I didn't look too much into what Call of Duty headquarters is. It seems like this is kind of that new. My my interpretation of this is this is that new like uh, launch platform to go into whatever COD you want. Uh, the campaigns. There was some leaks about that earlier in the year. Like there would be a new menu where you could launch into any Call of Duty, something like that. That's what I'm thinking. This is. Um, I'm not sure what Charlie Intel says about it, but we'll have to wait and see. Kind of what call of duty hq is i don't really know, know what to to think of that to be honest like i don't unless it's something inside the game of modern warfare 2 like it, i i just want to play the game the game so if we're able <laughs> yeah. to launch to vanguard or cold war uh <clears throat> you know whatever i don't care <laughs> let's yep. see what i originally thought it was was like what i what triggered in my mind was there was a headquarters in Call of Duty World War II, Sledgehammer's right, earlier World War right. II game. So, mm -hmm. and like a, an RPG element like Destiny Tower, like that would be really cool for for uh, for DMZ. Um, it would be sweet to have like a like a HQ where you could go to your hideout, you could go get tasks, you could go to the traders. Um, like if that's a thing, that would be really cool. Uh, but uh, it looks like Charlie Intel is also leaning towards. Uh, it could be the launcher. Um. That's what I. Uh, that's what my thoughts are. Uh, players believe will be the new launcher for the franchise, acting as a hub where you can launch all of the COD games from, and that goes along lines of you know we know that the next Call of Duty is going to be the first one in the COD 2.0 era that Activision has referred right. to in earnings calls, and everything's going to be on a unified engine moving forward. So it kind of makes sense to kind of consolidate things. Um, they also like I'm also thinking with Call of Duty HQ, like we're getting on the cusp of like cloud gaming these days um so i'm thinking cod hq whatever cod 2.0 is maybe this is maybe this is going to be kind of like there. this is the hub to launch instead of having to download things like with your activision id and account you can now uh you're eligible for like call of duty hq which is cloud gaming so instead of having to download like let's say modern warfare 3 remastered campaign comes out instead of having to like download it i can like launch it from cod hq which is a cloud game right it could be something like that I have to wait and see but i definitely think like cloud gaming's coming up around the corner at some point so i wouldn't be surprised if it's something where you're at least able to quickly launch in and get hands on whatever cod title you want yeah i think that makes sense and i feel like cloud gaming would probably work for a campaign but i don't think i want to sweat it out with multiplayer on my ipad right. or something like <laughs> yeah yeah that would be that would be a little wild but yeah those are the those are the leaks that came out of course like right after our show last week this came out on, on like tuesday so i i wrote it down so we'd remember to talk about it this week because i think that's pretty interesting we're in we're in kind of the we're in kind of the end game leading up into to to uh modern warfare 2 because this is august 1st so it's august this is uh we're in 
two months away from launch-ish, two and a half, yeah, or probably more yeah. like three, because I guess it's the end of October. Uh, but right. sometime in the next two months, we got to have some playable beta. Um, so it's really not that far off. And I think, I don't know if they mentioned it in this article, or if you had it on your list, like, <clears throat> uh, Reality also pulled what the weapons are for Season 5 of Vanguard, and one of the things in there was... There was the two World War II weapons-ish, and then there was um, the FN F2000, which is that bullpup AR um, from Belgium that we saw in the original Modern Warfare 2. And I think it got cut from Modern Warfare 3. It wasn't caught online. Um, that could be one of those weapons like we saw with, I think, the Vanguard pre-orders. Like, if you pre-ordered whatever version, you got the unlock of what was it the stg and the m1 grand like playable right now in warzone it could be something like that i know i, oh, I yeah. asked him and he i asked him and he was speculating he he believed and others thought it was probably going to be the f2000 would be a pre-order bonus because why else would you have uh you know a modern belgian assault rifle <laughs> in the uh in the vanguard game file so it seems like that'll probably be something uh that we might be seeing too yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, they did do that. You could play with those right away in Warzone. I, that FN2000 is familiar. I think uh, the Sam Fisher operated in Rainbow Six has that. So I'm, I'm kind of familiar with its form factor and stuff like that. I'm sure it won't, it won't be, uh, it won't be like the same as across the games, but it looks the same. But yeah, Sam Fisher uses that gun in, uh, in Rainbow I've, Six Siege. I've, yeah, I'm always been a big fan of that weapon. So, uh, especially. I know, I know you didn't play it in the prime, but damn, Battlefield Three, the F F two thousand, that thing was was fun to wreck some people with. So I had I had a good time with that. And it, it's a it's a really good modular AR. I think if 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 this is the case and we do get this thing early, um, with whatever I mean, I I I'm speculate I'm speculative how they would do this, but it would give us a really good insight into maybe you just get it unlocked when you get it the game day one. I hope they don't. I kind of part of me is hoping they don't bring that that modern warfare two weapon into current war zone because I think it would give away too much regarding gunsmith and stuff like that. I kind of want to be surprised day one, but we'll have to see. Regardless, it confirms in my mind that there's going to be an F two thousand modern warfare two. Yep, I got the production team off their ass and got it pulled up on the screen. I'm sorry, podcast listener, uh, but there's an there image of of what we're talking about. That was actually got a lot of stuff hanging off of it. Yeah, um, it's beautiful. beautiful. It's pretty wild. <laughs> i found the craziest most tricked out one i mean that's the I same mean, one i used in my thumbnail too that, that's like the the first go to that's like the f f2000 tactical variant you got the picatinnies on there uh he's got like flip flip sights uh you got you see the foldable foregrip on the bottom picatinny there in front it's it's folded up right now but uh that comes stock on those variants i believe and you can just see it's a it's a beautiful bullpup weapon and it fires like high rate of fire it's like 850 rounds per minute of 5.65.45 nato so uh really really nice weapon that for whatever reason never took off with a, being adopted uh like i think they they wanted it to but it's still a really good weapon and believe it or not we've been seeing people in ukraine running this bad boy too so <laughs> it's still in use man you know why because it's prejudice against left-handers. They can't shoot it because <laughs> the dang ejection port would be on my cheek. I, I, I'm not, don't quote me on this, but you may be able to FN like, eh, maybe not. Like some of the, some of these weapons that are more modular like this, uh, they're amming. You can, you can swap out what side you want the ejection on, but 
Maybe not with the FT thousand. I'm not sure. Hard to tell if there's a if that's a port on the stock or if it's just a label. But yeah, it would be cool to be able to switch it because I'm frustrated. I can't shoot any bullpup weapons because I'm left handed. <laughs> so I I think it's prejudice. Yeah, that would hit you right in the face, huh? Yeah, it's close enough with shooting any kind of right handed AR, but I have to wear glasses for sure. Um, they said it's people in chat are saying it's ambi. I'll have to look at that. That's interesting. Um, so yeah, that's, I think that could be, and the thing, if that does come to the game, what, what else I have questions about is, is it, how, how's the gunsmith going to work for it? Is it going to have like the 10 attachments like you can do in Vanguard two perks and all that? Or like, how is that's it going to be? That's what I'm saying. I think, I think if they bring that in as a, like into current war zone, it's going to give away too much. And to be honest, I want to be, I would rather be more surprised with, the gunsmithing i don't even want to know i don't want to look at gunsmithing i don't really want to do anything with it until the beta and until after i beat the campaign i don't want to really get into it i, I want to be surprised so I, I mean it'd be cool if they bring it in cool but with the warzone in its current state i wouldn't even be have a chance to use it that much but i i really hope it's just like you pre-order this version you get this thing day one and like if you don't get it if you don't have that pre-order um it might come up later i don't know hope so but that yeah that's really cool it'll be cool to see um how they play that um mm -hmm. but what did you think of the season four reloaded update i i was surprised because i i feel like this could get contentious because i had a positive view of it and, and you weren't didn't sound like you had the same sentiment yeah i mean uh, i don't know man <laughs> at this point well why don't we start why don't you tell me what you liked about it because well i'll be honest i wasn't i read through the past notes i looked at some things uh but i'm curious to, to hear what you liked about it and then if i agree i'll agree if, if i have a counter i'll come back at you okay you can tell me i'm an idiot it's fine um <laughs> no the thing that i thought was the coolest part about it was and i i don't play uh modern warfare multiplayer right now other than gunfight so like some of that stuff you don't feel the imbalances and stuff in weapons and i know you mentioned it didn't feel good in multiplayer potentially mm -hmm. Um, it made Warzone a lot better, in my opinion, because it completely opened up the long-range AR meta. It kind of made some sniper rifles, maybe, like you want to use them again. Um, I was frying with the M13 again. Friends were using the Kilo and stuff and doing really well. It, they buffed a lot of the Modern Warfare weapons and nerfed the crap out of the NZ and the STG and those and stuff like that. So, like, right now, if you look on warzonemeta.gg, they're... There isn't a, an AR with a higher than a 10% pick rate. So like it just really widened out the meta. It was like, you know, 60% people using the NZ41. It's super, super boring. So I just appreciated that it shook up the long range meta um, in, in Warzone. Uh, but yeah. other than that, I don't know the effects of other things other than really Warzone. The zombies mode was cool. Um, it's just, just like it was in Verdansk and Halloween um play it once and i'm good um yeah it's, it gets a little wild on rebirth to be honest like the final circles were nutty but we we won a couple of them i played a few with boone and uh and his dad and it was it was all right it was wild but other than that no i just i just appreciate the meta right now because i i mean a lot of my loadouts they buffed the cold war mp5 so um i was using an mp5 and a then the m13 and it was like kind of kind of nostalgic i'm guessing that's why they did that yeah see i i i mean it's good they did that it's cool and all but 
like those are you brought in the M13 and the Kilo, like those are weapons that used to be especially the Kilo and the Amex they buffed also. Um the Uzi was a nice surprise, but I I also felt I was I was using the Uzi you know the past couple of times I was playing and it it was actually a very good weapon as it was. I I I just would have preferred like what about the what about the Scar? What about the Modern Warfare AK? There's so many weapons that are at the lower end of the totem pole that just they haven't touched. So it's like, okay, let's look at the weapons that have that don't have recoil and we'll buff them. Like, don't get me wrong, I love my M13 builds that I that I have. The LBAW build I have is probably one of my most used weapons in Warzone because it's reliable. But I don't I personally don't think it needed a buff. I thought that weapon was very good as it was. I would have preferred the weapons that nobody touches like the scar you know we've been asking for a buff on that thing forever um the odin like some modern warfare ak specifically in seven in the 762 variants there's just a lot of weapons that if they're if you're gonna overhaul stuff like let's shake things up instead of just essentially like bring back the same weapons that everyone was using before so now now, if I jump in, I have to deal with getting killed by kilos and Amaxes again. It's just, I don't know. It, it just kind of, like, it's good they did it, but I'm also just really disappointed. I, I, it's good they're doing something, so good on them. But I, I, it's better than nothing, I guess. That's all I can say. <laughs> there you go. That's Buff's take. Better than nothing, everybody. I'll take that. But, yeah, I, I, I that does make sense. And you're saying like they're using they buffed guns that were already like meta back in the day, so it's just kind of like bringing all that back, and it's nothing new. I think I think we're a hundred percent to the point where it's just time for a new game. Like <laughs> they need to, but yeah, that's that's the thing. And like my my thing with Warzone is like, okay, you have these higher skill guns. Like let's use the Scar for example. The Scar is a high skill gun. That's a reason no one uses it. It has a low magazine capacity. It hits pretty hard when you're able to hit your shots. But again, you have thirty round magazine. You move slow with it. That's a high skill weapon. Something like, something like a, a kilo, an Amax, uh, even the M13 with particular builds, and then you have like the NZ40 whatever. Like those are not high skill weapons. Those are anybody can pick those up and beam people at super long ranges. So, you know, it is what it is. I I just really hope they get away from that in. Uh, in Modern Warfare 2's Warzone, because I don't want to see, I don't want to see this, uh, this easy AR, like, meta long, long range. Long, long range should be DMRs and snipers. Medium range should be ARs. Close range should be, uh, should be your PDWs or SMGs. Um, and then, you know, things like that. Like, let's, let's, like, use some logic here when we're balancing weapons. So I, I hope that's kind of where they go with modern warfare too, especially like a lot of the weapons in Warzone right now, it's just straight, easy vertical recoil. There's no like horizontal bounce or anything. I just would like it if there was, I mean, it's cool if you have the easy to use weapons, but they need to have less damage. Right. And Raven even mentioned that in their patch notes, but they seem to do the opposite. They, they make weapons that have no recoil, no bounce, nothing. And they do a lot of damage. So like the M13, I thought was in a good spot because it didn't have a lot of recoil at those longer ranges, but it also did less damage. And then you had something like a like an NZ41, no recoil, super high damage. It just they're, they they contradict themselves with a lot of these updates. So it's just weird. I don't really know. I don't really know kind of like what's going on in their heads when they're when they're doing this stuff. Yeah, I think 
a lot of these balance and stuff changes come down to money at the end of the day like the new guns are always overpowered so people buy them and then eventually we got to a point where there is a silly amount of weapons in this game with the three four game three games all mashed together in one so i yeah. i don't know how i don't know how you balance that in the first place. so there's always going to be stuff that's that's left behind and it's like the newer games always have the strongest weapons because they want people to buy it and play multiplayer to level them up yeah so, you know the other thing i really didn't like about the patch notes i think it was it's not present yet but they raven said it's coming is there's going to be like a recommendations based on what everyone's using there's going to be recommended builds i just think that's really stupid it's like okay hey this is what 99.99999 percent of everybody's using is this exact weapon with these exact attachments so for the the point zero 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 one percent of you that aren't using that here's the recommended build it's just just like holy crap man do we want do we want no variety in the game whatsoever because like what's the purpose of that if everyone's only using two guns so you're recommending two guns they opened up the meta with some of this but did they really i mean let's check those warzone weapon statistics as far as what everybody's using in two weeks i guarantee it's still going to be vanguard guns vanguard guns are still the strongest up close yeah for sure so it, it, it's going to be interesting to see what it looks like in a few weeks and that recommendation thing i just don't i just don't like it it's just, i just think like what's the purpose <laughs> you know everyone's already using the same guns so what do you recommend what are you making recommendations for there's no incentive to use anything that isn't already the best of the best so yep and that, that i mean i don't know what to say it sucks but that's they make a bunch of money doing that there's people see the meta gun and there is a distinct one that you want and then you how do i level this thing up well i can play plunder but it's going to take a long time or i can do the shortcut and i can play you know shoot house or whatever on on vanguard and level to, oh, i gotta buy multiplayer well i can buy right. multiplayer and level that up and mm -hmm. i mean that's just what they're doing it's it's obvious yeah. that it's for making money it sucks mm -hmm. for the, the game suffers for it but i don't know where it, like can you blame him for making money like i just don't know i wish people would see it and kind of yeah no I, I i completely yeah i completely see it and that's why exactly vote with your wallet it's just what just that's what just pisses me off about it is because <clears throat> you had a great game they added so many different weapons and like the if the vanguard guns and the cold war guns have just dominated for so long which is i mean i get it you need to make sales you need to make incentives to buy the game blah 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 buy bundles but like that's let's you know there's a this there's a huge gap between the newest weapons that they're doing bundles for and like the modern work like like a, something like a scar is like you know i don't even it's so far down you can't even compare especially i remember um with cold war you had the um the the set me whatever that that set me g3 whatever that thing was right same same caliber as a scar 762 by 51 nato um thing had zero recoil compared to a scar so it's like okay here's you know here's a gun from the 70s and 80s here's fn's brand new battle rifle but the modernized battle rifle can't hold a candle to the one from the 70s it's cool if you're going to sell bundles, but like, why is there such a discrepancy in how they perform? You know, that's what, that's what like drove me crazy. Yeah. Cause there, there are an ass load of, of weapons that you just can't use. Like 
can't be competitive right. with them. And yeah, that's kind of silly. Yeah, yeah. And that, I feel like back in the day, before skill based matchmaking was so strong, you could do that. Like you could use a shitty gun, uh, meme around, and you know, still maybe do okay. But as sweaty as skill based matchmaking makes all of your lobbies, you're basically playing against a mirror image of yourself. No matter mm -hmm. your skill level, it's gonna feel like it's hard. Yeah, you all you. I mean, it's hard not to just use the best stuff, and there's so many forgotten guns that um, yeah. a, a refresh is definitely needed. We need the new game, and I, I hope they do better. I'm just worried, and we're going to talk about this later in the quick shots. Call of Duty has no competition uh, from the right. rest of the first AAA first-person yeah. shooter space, so if they want to continue to balance weapons around revenue, they can do it, and it's going to suck, and there's nothing anybody can do about it, and they're going to make billions of dollars. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately. That's that's the cold hard truth. As said by Crash. There you go. <laughs> You're such um, a frame slot, Crash. I am. It's just a, it's a <laughs> over here. I'm gonna regret that. We'll see it. We'll we'll see if it comes back to haunt me. I feel like it already is. Um <laughs> if you're not careful, I'll get on my high horse over here. Um so the next thing uh, we could talk about is I think that covers it pretty well. Is there anything other than we can't wait for Modern Warfare Two? Anything else to add? Uh, no, I, I I need Modern Warfare Two ASAP because I don't want to play whatever that currently the game is. <laughs> then the next game we're going to talk about Battlefield Twenty Forty Two. You're not grinding that? What a segue! You're not oh, out man. there grinding it. I need to. I need to re-download it, huh? Get, get in there, man. It's good <laughs> stuff. Um, yeah. So Battlefield announced. Update 1.2. We're nine months into the development cycle. I'm not bitter. And we're no at dice. one. We're at no 1.2, baby. Nice, just baby. screaming updates yeah, with yeah. the content. Like just insane at an They're insane man. blistering and, and pace. Let me, let me just say that new weapon that they added in I'm holy crap. New that weapon? One? Oh my god. Rework yeah. the map? Jesus. They better hey. slow down. They're hey. on fire. Hey, play your cards right, and you're going to get another weapon here next month. So, oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, everybody, get excited. Um, So I guess the big thing is um, the Kaleidoscope map rework is uh, potentially a big deal for people that are still enjoying this game. Um, I did a video talking about this update today, and uh, USA Specialist, friend of the channel, um, he had the best comment, I think, that summed it up really nicely. Um, if you enjoy playing Battlefield 2042 right now, this update's going to make it better. If you don't, wait till Season 2 because this isn't enough to bring it back kind of thing. So for the people that are still playing it, it improves the game. Uh, for those of us that, that aren't, then it's not really going to do that much for you. But the, the update to Kaleidoscope works good or looks good, and it's going to be interesting to see uh, how it plays I'll, I'll probably jump in and run around and just see if it plays any better um but like i'm happy it's getting fixed but at the same time it still pisses me off that they're touting finishing a map as live service content maybe they're not i know like that they're gonna rework maps they have to talk about it but i feel like they're just hyping this up so much they're kind of gaslighting us into thinking that this is new content. But from what it looks like, if you look at the previous version of the map and this version of the map, it honestly, to me, looks like they're just finishing the map. Like, I can't I, argue what, with that. Yeah. I mean, what are your thoughts on it? 
Yeah, I mean the. Uh, yeah, I mean <laughs> spe- USA Special is set of the best. Like if you're playing the game right now, this is probably like, oh man, I can't wait to get in and play Kaleidoscope. This is going to be sick, and it looks good. But for those of us who aren't playing, I mean, I could I could really care less. I lo- I watched your video today, and you made some good points, and and I I personally thought like, hey, this kind of looks like the outside of uh, Metro and Rush for the first push of rush back on battlefield three when you're outside and you're pushing in before the jdm hits and you go into the uh into the subway station and on trains that's what it looked like to me some of those areas which is awesome but again like why wasn't it like that to begin with you i mean they've made they made operation metro previously in the exterior that i'm seeing looks looks like that they had foliage there was there was cover so i mean are we uh, i mean good but also i can't say i can't like be happy for dice for doing something that they did what are we 10 years ago almost with battlefield 3 like congratulations you you finished a math like i don't know i don't really know what we're supposed to say to that it yeah, looks honestly, good it should have been done when i paid 120 dollars for the game yeah and I mean, all this stuff, you can see where they add sandbags and containers and stuff like that. And they add the texture of like the tire marks on the concrete. That stuff was just flat, bare surfaces. And that, that's what I say. Right. Like when I see Rainbow Six Siege rework a map, they completely redesign it. Like they mm-hmm. they take, they move bomb sites, they remove windows and move walls, change the lighting, like completely revamp it to where you can sometimes barely recognize them like old house and new house and siege is completely different. This is like, they just added stuff that needed to be there in the first place to a clean slate. It's not like, it doesn't feel like a rework. Like I said, it just feels like finishing. And I feel like we're being gaslit to be excited for stuff like this. You have people, you have people clamoring for portal maps to come into all out war. And they've done that a little bit. And it's just like, that's stuff we've already played that belongs in portal give us new content and the the fact that we're this far along and we're getting our first map rework when maps have been one of the biggest sticking points of this game is just a travesty and again another another point to the argument that there's a skeleton crew working on this game um this is just a snail's pace it's too slow i've said if they're just adding mostly boxes and sandbags, they should be able to crank these out. I feel like these are assets from other maps. A lot of these are assets from the portal maps. Um, just moved over. Right, right. Get yeah. it done, man. Like that should be like an emergency to fix these maps. Um, I just don't know if they're working at this pace, all the stuff the community wants, um, like a server browser and these maps fixed and more maps and more weapons to, to put us on par with previous titles. It, I just don't, there's no there's there's take, no fucking take way that, take that server browser idea and throw that get that right out of your head because people have been asking for that since before battlefield 5 launched and what's his name was just like oh you know i don't know like whatever like their technology just like allowed them not to do server browsers and something and rent a server programs aren't there it's <clears throat> you know i don't know i don't know i don't know what dice is doing it's you, i really i mean you can't really commend them for this it's they're they're you made a good point. Like when you looked at this map previously, it was barren, which which goes back to why was it even allowed to release? Like who who at EA and Dice sat down when they delayed it that what was it a month or whatever or a few weeks and they were like, yeah, a few weeks is all we need. No problem. The community's gonna love the game. 
it's just it's mind-boggling and to be honest unless they come out of the gate with the biggest content drop battlefield's ever seen ever and i mean from all the battlefield like look at some of the premium stuff we got in battlefield 3 and battlefield 4 was huge right like four maps you know like six weapons they need to triple that in order to be anything anything close to relevant because modern warfare 2 is right around the corner and they're about like this game is about to be a distant memory for any everybody (laughs) what are we going to talk about is anybody going to be talking about season two or three come october no everyone's gonna be talking about modern warfare 2 and battlefield's gonna be saying hey we we reworked another core map from the game that was released a year ago (laughs) yeah at this at this rate by the end of the game's life cycle they're gonna get like half of them reworked maybe they're not even so of the right seven maps the massive the maps so it yeah it it's rough there's there's too far to go uh, for this title, in my opinion, I just hope they learn from Invincible. I, I also um, think this is giving forward. them, yeah, I, I I hope so too. But I also think this, I mean, cool they're doing this, but I also think this is just like bad PR for them. Also, how do you spin this so it's positive, right? Because they're doing it the, the way we're well, they're trying to do it. The way we're talking about it now is cool. They they because like what's what's the takeaway from this is they redid a map that launched with the game. What was it? November last November. Yeah, I think right? we're closing it on 10, yeah, eight, nine so, months. So they're going to obviously try and spin it, but what's the community, what's the, the general gamer's reaction going to be to all of it? I just think it's kind of doing them more harm than good. But that's going to, I mean, I'll give them the benefit of doubt if they come out of the gate, like I said, with season two, and they're like, hey, we got seven weapons, uh, you know, three maps, all this stuff, then it's like, okay, you guys, you know, you're delivering the, that this this mythical specialist rework. I think the, unfortunately they just dug themselves in too big of a hole. Um, I, I, you know, they, they're not going to be able to dig themselves out of this one. They can fill the hole a little bit, but they're going to be stuck in that hole till, till the next game. Yeah. And the other thing that that's kind of funny is you can tell just how far behind the map development team is. I didn't even realize this until the other day, someone said it on Twitter, the, there's, you know how like the the tornado and the dynamic weather was a massive selling point for the game. Yeah. The season one map doesn't even have that. Like there's yeah. no there's no rock slide. There's no nothing. There's no dynamic anything. And that was one of the big selling points of the game. And they also we'll talk a little like we'll talk a tiny bit about Hazard Zone, um, in a minute. They said that they're not going to, uh, code Hazard Zone to work on the new maps. So the new maps that they're working on, they don't even have enough time to code Hazard Zone onto. They're still making incremental updates. I think a lot of people took that that they they're killing Hazard Zone. I think Hazard Zone killed itself. But I mean, oh these bots, man, get out of here! Um, oh man, I love so it when he, I'm reviewing my channel comments and it's like sex porn now. Click is the name of the account. It's like YouTube. Come on, like are yeah, we not? We do have, we not have any filters going on here? We have like a multi-billion dollar corporation and they just can't quite figure bots out. They just can't, can't quite like handle it. The account's it. name is like Watch Porn Now. It's like, yeah. what? <laughs> Come on, all, YouTube. All right, chat, spam something to get him off the screen. Um, So yeah, we're going to... Um, They're still updating. I think a lot of people took that to to think, to, to mean that they're killing it, development for it completely. Apparently that's not the case. Um, But they just got... They got it to where they didn't have enough time on the maps so they just um don't they're not doing it we're not putting this mode on the maps they didn't have time to do it so i mean skeleton crew 
um again so we can move down through this um real quick you can see kind of an overview um of it here the specialist style and tone update again something that should have been at launch so they're kind of finishing out the specialist i feel like maybe not maybe i'm reaching too far in that uh this has nothing to do with gameplay um it has a little bit to do with immersion in between rounds and on the battlefield i guess uh, but this has nothing to do with that. Again, we're still missing core feedback loops. They said there were going to be many core feedback loops. We got one. Uh, they said there was going to be specialist ones, gameplay, weapon balancing, and stuff like that. All feedback loops that they completely and unprofessionally just ghosted us on. Um, so also, they this, this looks just like art for the specialists. Like, that's that's not in-game what they're going to look like. So, I mean, the, the art originally for the specialists looked, looked cool, too. But like, what's this gonna look like in game? Because that, that's not that's not it, gameplay. This doesn't change anything important. No, I feel like no. um, the player profile um, is on here. Mm -hmm. um, people were talking about that some of the stats do and don't include the bots, the AI bots that are everywhere without your choice. So, I mean, you could look this up on BF Tracker if you wanted your stats. I guess it's good. Um, it's another feature that uh is that launch with most first person shooter games um and then yeah the other thing that was interesting was they did add stuff to hazard zone i was of the opinion or of the school of thought that it was completely canceled because they're not adding into other maps so i thought that was the case um however uh they are adding a powerful ai tank to guard those data drives because it's really important to collect data drives um for reasons stuff um so yeah, they added they added a big tank and a, that's their version. That's what they got done for a boss. So they wanted to make bosses like Tarkov. Or they just made a tank with a lot of AI around it. So uh, there you go. There's your update. And then again, I guess later this month it should be season two. So we'll see if we get any more. I think honestly, the only thing that I could see them actually doing to get players back that that's within their wheelhouse is just putting like locker and metro in portal and then have them playlist in all out war and bring him back some of those easy layup grinder maps and, and that that's get... all anybody would play <laughs> yeah that's all anybody would play but it would bring that's a bunch problem, of people back like it highlights that i it just highlights that they used to do things way better <laughs> right because it's a huge problem yeah, it's a huge yeah, issue. it's a massive problem because I can go back and play uh Operation Metro in Battlefield 5 on a better looking better working engine with higher yeah. frame rates because I'm a frame slut and you are. And I am. It's widely known now at this point. <laughs> um and I can go play it there and I paid 120 bucks and they're going to put the same fucking map in there. And yeah. but I I'm not saying they're going to do that but like if I'm thinking of all the paths they can take with this game, it's like, are they going to do it right? Are they going to add like, start to add like four maps on every DLC and like five weapons and a server browser. And a lot of these things people want and really fix this game and put these specialists into class systems with their gadgets and stuff. Or are they going to just reuse old maps for like easy layups to get people to come back and cheese old content? That's probably what they're gonna do. Yeah, but and but like look at it from this from my perspective here is right. I un uninstalled twenty forty two a long time ago. I've I've always kept Battlefield four on my PS four and then ported it over to my PS five. Like Battlefield four has never left my system since the the night it was released. Okay, so I could go 
I would much rather go play Battlefield 4 than I would reinstall 2042. So they need to do something. They would need to do something that makes me want to reinstall it. And everything I've seen, I'll just go play Battlefield 4 because that's a better game. Yeah, I've been enjoying <laughs> Battlefield 5 again. I've been playing it a couple times a week and yeah, having, like having a good time. So yeah. I don't know. I, I think that would be it would be frustrating. <laughs> It'd be kind of frustrating because it's like they could get a lot of players back by doing that. I feel like I think they could get a lot of players back by putting those old oh, maps e- in. easily. Yeah, that's but all it, everybody, any content creator would talk about is it. like, Metro's yeah, it was back. Holy crap. And it's so annoying because it's like we paid for a new game and we want a new game. That's all fine and dandy. We played that map so many times, but I, I mean, it would just, it would work. I wouldn't be that it happy would, about yeah. it, but it would work. Yeah. So yeah, for a while, for a little while. <laughs> True. I guess that covers Battlefield. Sorry for the doom and gloom. Sorry I got fired up, but what do you expect from a dirty frame slut? Yeah, you're a frame slut. <laughs> you know what it's time for, though. To be honest. Yeah. Ladies right. and gentlemen. It's time for quick shots. So, uh, I just lost my notepad or I had stuff we're going to talk about. No, I got it. I got it. We're back. We're back. We're back. Um, yeah. So the first thing I wanted to talk about was a VGC article that came out. Um, and this kind of has to do with more, uh, overall industry talk. So let me, let me get this pulled up, but essentially we know that Microsoft is as, uh, purchasing Activision Blizzard massive massive thing we talked about quite a while ago but these things still i I feel like a lot of people are taking this as something that's happened this has a lot of hoops to get through to be honest and there's still a couple of hoops to get through as far as regulatory commissions that say you know it's not a monopoly in multiple countries and we actually got some inside information from uh this comes to us from brazil but their their remarks that sony made about call of duty potentially being owned by Microsoft and there's some some interesting little tidbits in here that kind of give us some insight into how big uh Sony feels that uh Modern Warfare is. So, let's look at this article again. This is on uh, VGC. This is where I saw it first. Um the headline is Sony says it believes Xbox owning Call of Duty could influence users console choice. No shit. <laughs> um <laughs> that's kind of a yeah, now I feel stupid for hyping up this article. God. Damn. Um so According to the company's official response to questions from Brazil's regulatory body, which like many regions is currently studying the proposed deal for approval. And that's what I was saying. There's still a lot of regions that have to okay this because it is so massive. This could potentially be a monopoly. Um, so the other thing that they said was, the, the, and this is what I thought was interesting, the importance, excuse me, that PlayStation firm puts on Call of Duty, a franchise which it claims influences users' console choice. That makes sense. A lot of people, I feel like, only play Call of Duty. Like when I started playing, that's like all I was hyped about. And I've, I've, I've bought consoles based on uh, what games before. I, I, I traded in my PlayStation for an Xbox to play PUBG. Like when that came out and was like a big deal, and it was only on Xbox really? for a while. Yeah, I, I switched to Xbox for for PUBG. Um, so yeah, but but what they go on to say, I thought was the interesting part. That stuff's kind of like, yeah, no shit. Uh, but this stuff, uh, Sony calls Call of Duty a blockbuster AAA type game that has no rival. So even Sony is saying, um, like the Halos and the Battlefields and stuff have they go on to mention Battlefield later are not even rivaling Apex Legends, nothing. 
um according to i would say maybe i don't know nah, probably not valorant because it's only on one it's only on one uh platform yeah. it's only on pc and, and apex is making a lot of money but they're not you're not getting a new apex like every year right <laughs> so. right and so they said according to the 2019 study the importance of call of duty to entertainment in general is indescribable uh sony said the brand was not the only or excuse me the brand was the only video game ip to break into the top 10 of all entertainment brands among fans so this is movies and everything but powerhouses such as star wars game of thrones harry potter and lord of the rings and so this is back in 2019 so even all those crazy blockbuster movies uh call of duty is is um up into that um into that stratosphere uh sony went on to explain how huge resources activision puts behind call of duty are the core reason why it believes fps series is unlikely to be rivaled by a competitor um each annual release takes around three to five years to develop all this stuff we know um it equates to an annual investment of hundreds of millions of dollars i thought some of these figures were interesting we're talking about um they said approximately 1200 people work on each version and another 1500 are involved in publishing and distribution alone so there's actually more people that are in charge of marketing the game than building the damn thing, which their Call of Duty's marketing is insane. Uh, that's Call of Duty alone has more developers than most game companies employ across its entire development por portfolio, including AAA Studios. Uh, also, it has plans. This was another huge number. It has plans to recruit 2,000 additional developers by the end of 2021, which it's now 2022. So, but these are these are comments that just came to light. So, mm -hmm. yeah, they by now they've probably hired. They were planning on hiring 2,000 more employees by now. Um, Call of Duty has over 24 million followers on Facebook versus 7 million for Battlefield, so less than a third. Um, over 12 million followers on Instagram versus 2 million for Battlefield, so a sixth as many um, on that for Battlefield. Uh, Microsoft's head of gaming also subsequently confirmed, and this is what we, we talked about this in the past too, um, Microsoft's head of gaming also subsequently confirmed in his intentions to keep Call of Duty on PlayStation platforms once Microsoft's Activision acquisition of Activision Blizzard is completed. However, it was later claimed that Activision Blizzard is contractually committed to releasing only the next three Call of Duty games on PlayStation consoles, including this year's Modern Warfare 2. So Xbox has said they want to keep Call of Duty out there on uh, all consoles, but in three years, they don't have to. Or the next three Call of Duty games, so there might not be one next year. The next three uh, games after that, they don't have to. Mm -hmm. So, did so I guess two things here. <clears throat> did anybody do an analysis to what PlayStation sales have looked like the past three years? Right, if we look at Modern Warfare 2019, Cold War, and Vanguard, I'm curious what PlayStation sales have been for each of those titles, and you're also can't even look at that you need to also look at total playstation microtransactions uh any transaction within the game so that'd be battle passes microtransactions for the store they'd be giving up billions of dollars so i i don't think that would ever happen i don't know why activision would willingly just give up billions of dollars it doesn't make any sense um and i forgot what my second point was so oh okay yeah so the club. That was, so that was the point and then the other one was if, if for whatever reason that did happen, we've been told this is like the end of the modern warfare, like reboots, right? So uh, given what we've seen with like Cold War, Vanguard, I mean, the next the next call after this is probably going to be Rainbow Unicorn Kitten Surprise. So I don't care either way, to be honest. I'll just play Modern Warfare 2 forever. <laughs> I'd have to. I'd have to.
Uh, but yeah, I just, I thought some of those numbers were crazy. This is actually how Sony feels um, a little bit. We get like a little bit of a an inside look into, sounds like they're a little nervous, uh, to be honest, to have their competitor have control over one of the biggest franchises um, in the world. And that, and that makes sense. But like you said, that is a huge amount of players. And I think it would be silly uh, for, for them to, to, right. to take it off of PlayStation. Because like I said in the past, you know, it's their competition. But if your competition is making you money, they're no longer your competition. And you're just like getting rid of it. And that's what I think they're probably looking into. Uh, sorry for hitting my desk. I'm getting excited. Uh, that's what that's probably what they're because it makes the thud on the microphone. I'm a horrible podcaster. Um, so but that's why everyone's looking at it because it could potentially be a monopoly where they're kind of in charge of, of, of way too much. So we'll see if it goes through. I just feel like with a with a deal like a multi-billion dollar deal like this, you would think some research had been done beforehand uh, to see if this would pass or not. So I feel like it's probably going to make it through. Um, but yeah, Sony's Sony's uh, th- telling people, you know, warning them. It sounds like they're trying to make it look like it could be a monopoly and look like that, which which makes a lot of sense. But the only thing I could see uh actually being crazy for xbox and they might do this sooner than the next three installments is if they put call of duty as day one on xbox game pass um that would be absolutely massive and i think they probably will um i yeah i think that's more that's more of a possibility there's no way they would not they would pull it from playstation it just doesn't make any sense but i from switching that exclusive wow can't even speak tonight switching that exclusive content to xbox makes more sense because they're not giving up um i can't find that i'm trying to look for the numbers of like all you know the past call of duties for like the past five years playstation sale numbers i'm trying to find that on the bad guy but i mean we know it's it's they'd be giving up billions of dollars yeah it's enormous so it just wouldn't it wouldn't it wouldn't make sense because they would never make that money back so there's there's no way i mean Video games is a business. Businesses are to make money. Activision loves money. So look at look at how they're doing. Modern Warfare 2019 like revitalized the Call of Duty franchise. And we're still riding off that with what they produced with Warzone. So to pull a huge portion of that player base, especially when they just did this whole cross-platform uh, implementation, it just wouldn't even make sense. But exclusive content to Xbox does make sense. Yeah, and I, I think that would be so. There's been articles with a massive number of people that already use Xbox Game Pass on Xbox and PC. Um, yeah. I've thought about getting it because there's a lot of shooters on there that re- they're starting to release a lot of really good day one stuff. Um, I've been uh, messing around in Valorant a little bit, and they're going to make it to where you have all, if you have Game Pass, you have all the agents unlocked in Valorant right off the rip. Um, something that would take you thousands of hours potentially if you didn't want to pay a bunch of money um so yeah if they put day one call of duty and maybe some exclusive content you might get early on game pass game pass is going to get huge mm-hmm. gonna get huge because you could pay i mean if you and if you make the subscription cost you know about the same as a call of duty title it's kind of gonna it might potentially be a no-brainer because you get all that extra content you get a lot of day one stuff too that they right. keep they keep getting better and better games on xbox game pass and it's almost, I'm always that, that old man 
that's like you don't need to be buying any subscriptions because then when you quit paying for it they take it all away you don't own anything you're just throwing money away but it's like man like it's tantalizing to have access to all those games to try but then that is the downside if you you know don't want to pay for it anymore you lose so, right something to think about but i think game Pass is, with this news this is gonna i mean yeah game pass is gonna all right. Yeah, we'll have to see what happens with that. Yeah, and console console numbers are incredibly hard to find mm-hmm. online. Like sales, they're mo- they're stuff. they they dwarf PC. That's for sure. So like the the only reason PC, I mean, granted you have good titles, but I mean back you know before Modern Warfare 2019, like PC, you wouldn't be able to find lobbies, right? Before crossplay, after a certain yeah. amount of time after release, you never you'd be it'd be rare to find a game. So crossplay. As well as like Modern Warfare 2019 and Warzone, you know, revitalized everything. So again, what it, you would never remove, you would never remove PlayStation sales. That, you would, you would switch ex- exclusive content to Xbox. That's because PC players moved on to the super badass cool games, you know, and other stuff <laughs> to do. Oh, <laughs> uh, I'm bad. All right, the next. Quick shot. I wanted to talk about Tarkov just a little bit. Um, and let you guys know if you are interested in it, there is a discount going on. And this is for also like if you buy it outright and also if you want to upgrade your edition. So if you're playing a standard edition and enjoy it, uh, there is a discount coming on on soon. I think it's it might be going on now. Uh, that tells the date right now. I'm a bad journalist, uh, but keep an eye out for it. Uh, this is on their website. They're already talking about it. Uh, it's only lasts for a couple of days usually um so definitely check that out if you're interested in tarkov but i will warn you this is the other thing i wanted to talk about is uh tarkov cheaters have been insane and not even maybe the number of them um but it is a huge talking point within the tarkov community right now uh with cheaters i have had several experiences i've had more experiences with potential cheaters this wipe already in the first couple months than i did all of last wipe um i got killed last night by people that i almost 100 percent guarantee were running radar um i was in the northeastern part of shoreline where if you're familiar with that map there's nothing up there and i was i had to go into the resort which is the hot zone hot spot there's always chads in there because there's good loot um so i was just waiting i literally crouched i laid down in a bush where there's nothing on the map on the very edge of it and i was going to wait like 15 minutes to let the raid kind of clear out so i could sneak into resort and get my task done and sure enough eight minutes into the raid these three chats come over a ridge pre-aiming where i'm at to flank around to the side and uh just destroyed me um that's that's like definitely cheating <laughs> there's no reason for them to be up there like they didn't they didn't no. have like aim lock or anything but they knew like they came over the hill with their gun shouldered like ads looking for me um and there's no reason to be up in that part of the map um there was a really awesome raid ruined by cheater uh, cheater player scav uh me hydro and ham actually we wiped a three man and we wiped a two man at chad so we had all their loot on customs and we were amped up we had good comms we had some awesome awesome gunfights, and we had all this loot and we're headed out and a player scav jumps out of a bush and goes pop 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 and shoots us all in the head with shitty nine millimeter PST ammo. Head eyes, head eyes, head eyes. Just boop, 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 and we're all dead to, to the same player scab. So he got all our stuff, uh, ruined that raid. 
and uh wow. it's just been rough and then uh jesse kazan did a video that said there might be less cheaters than you think of course it made um it made everybody upset um because everyone thinks everyone's cheating but there is some of that stuff that can be uh clued or can be attributed to desync so desync yeah. in the game right now is the worst it's ever been there's crazy rubber banding it used to only happen at the beginning of raids now it kind of happens throughout raids and they just need to figure this out because uh jesse uh in one of his streams got killed by another streamer before he knew it was him he said cheater that was a cheater holy shit and it looked like it too but it was cool because he knew the streamer and he got the other clip and you could see like the desync was insane jesse died before he barely even saw him and the other guy i think was vibing tv on his screen uh he leaned saw jesse leaned again and headshot him and it was about that long and jesse never mm. saw him so like there's just and that and either way if it's if it's more desync or if there's cheaters the game doesn't feel good right now um so i just wanted to put that caveat out there and share my experience with cheating in tarkov uh one peg did a video where he talked about some actual emissaries uh got caught cheating so that's people that signed agreements with battle state games and sherp not emissaries sherpas so they're they're oh, sanctioned wow. they're sanctioned by bsg and work with them uh to to teach other players the game uh they actually got caught cheating too um so even even high profile streamers and then large streamers are also getting targeted by by cheaters so cheaters are trying to market their cheats and make people think there are so there's now a way that that they can target larger streamers and stuff like that and it, it's just really rough tarkov does have an anti-cheat they have battle eye um but it's just it's a big talking point right now um and yeah so the 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 sale is so now since i've sold you on the game and how badass it's played right now <laughs> the the sale is august 3rd through august 5th uh standard left behind and prepare editions are all 15 percent off and the eod the big edition is 20 percent off so it's just for a few days um but there's a discount and this does apply to uh looks like it applies to new purchases as well as if you want to upgrade your edition and that's what i recommend people doing they do have these um up these discounts a couple times a year there's usually one in the summer and one kind of in the winter so if this is a game you're thinking about i would definitely recommend getting the cheap standard edition and see if you like it and then on the next sale if you do on the next sale and it's a game for you then you can upgrade to a higher edition if you want more loot and a bigger stash and stuff like that um, that's, what, that's exactly what i did i started with standard and then upgraded to, to eod eventually yeah i i think that's 100 percent the way to do it just to see if you like it because it's definitely not for everybody and right now i'm gonna be honest with you guys it doesn't feel it doesn't feel good right now like just the fights and that's one of the things i loved about that game uh, the gunfights are so awesome and they take a lot of comms and, and smarts and stuff like that and just either with the desync and or cheaters it's just i haven't had very many fun gun yeah man early what was it early 20 2020 2020 christmas i bought the game and i was playing that i was playing it probably like five hours a night almost every night for a couple months so i, I was like I was pretty beasting at the game at the game then. Um, man, what is going on? I got to go ahead. Shit. Okay. Um, I was beasting at the game pretty good then. And but yeah, I mean that's that's what I loved it back then and it was performing well for me then, but yeah, ever since then I haven't played too much since a couple of wives back. But this is I mean this is discouraging and make makes me not want to 
get back in. I mean, A, I need to upgrade my computer because it just wasn't running good this wipe at all. But, um, you know, Tarkov is a game that you need to, you can't just play Tarkov. You need to, like, invest your life in Tarkov in order to get to a spot where, like, you can have fun and get, the get like, the weapons and the, the armor you need in order to be, like, semi-competitive and get your builds and, and get in there and kind of play how you want to play. So it's not a game you can just, like, jump in and, and goof around and, like, you need to dedicate a lot of time to this game. So that's what's discouraging for me. I mean, if there's cheaters and, and or desync going on, it's just not, it's not worth the time. Cause like you can be, I've been in, you know, a lot of my raids, I'm in there for like 40 minutes and uh, I'm usually like one of the last guys out, depending on which map it is. Like I'm reserve. I'm usually, I'm usually the last dude out of there. <laughs> so it's like, those are, that's a lot of time to be in a raid and get something like that to happen to you when you're coming out with loot, like you described. I mean, that's just, that that's, that's the kind of stuff where like that happens and I'm just like, man, I need to, <laughs> that's it for tonight. <laughs> yeah. It's so rough. Um, when something like that happens because like a cheater in call of duty or whatever, it sucks getting a different match or in a new match and there's like nothing on the line, but like in Tarkov, there's things that are like so important to you, like to progress in the game. Yeah. Like if you have a piece of loot yeah. you need for a challenge or there's certain challenges mm -hmm. that suck and they're so hard to get accomplished because yeah. it takes you into the hottest parts of the map. And if you if you get that yeah. done and you're trying to get out and a cheater kills you, it's just absolutely devastating. That sticks. Your idea. I've had um, to redo so many because I can't. I like can't get out. It's terrible. So uh, Nikita Nikita is doing um, a Q and A. He mentioned on Twitter. So hopefully maybe they'll have some news on cheaters because I mean that's like what the community is talking about. And there's there's streamers yeah. like there's larger creators that never talk about that stuff. Who, okay. who who hardly ever dish out accusations on stream are saying like it's the worst they've ever seen wow so okay. it yeah it, it's not good it doesn't feel good and whether it's desync or cheaters in my mind it doesn't matter like it it needs to be fixed and yeah. i hope they can fix Both it because those things have always existed to some extent in tarkov and on an update where they didn't where they didn't add a lot of new content it's a little bit frustrating that that stuff is worse than it's been in a long time yeah because there wasn't a lot of new content you think like when they add a lot of new stuff like you you definitely see like that being possible for there to be weird issues and glitches but there's just there wasn't and that it i don't know it's just kind of a downer mm -hmm. um but we'll keep an eye on it hopefully it gets fixed and uh yeah we'll see what happens so in the last Quick shot that I had today. Um, I wanted to keep you guys updated on the road to Vostok. That's another game uh, that we're definitely keeping our eye on around here. Uh, this is it looks it looks similar to Tarkov. This is the one that's developed by one person, and uh, just he keeps he keeps meeting deadlines. Right, uh, talking about volumetric lighting being optional, so that's cool. It looks like it's working on. I mean, this already has more frames than Doc's game. Uh, <laughs> To be honest with you, it looks a lot smoother. Uh, but it actually, it just looks gorgeous. Um, it looks really immersive. Um, there's still some some work to do on animations and stuff. I feel like uh, the movement's a little bit floaty, um, as you can see there. But um, he has a, a roadmap on his website uh, that we'll go ahead and show, and he's sticking to it. Uh, he says he's going to have an update on a certain date, and he posts a video with that update. Um, so I, I think that's pretty cool. A new weapon. Uh, the MA14 with the shader, RDS shader. 
yeah it looks beautiful game looks amazing dude yeah and the other thing uh that we should talk about and mention with this game is that i think in the core in this what are we in the quarter three of 2022 uh he wants to have a, a play test demo so that's by the end of september so so in this month or the next there should be a play test this is what i thought was really cool what's on screen now sorry podcast listener um what i thought was super cool was the the weapon collision it makes it look really natural and it does i yeah. think it looks more natural than tarkov and more natural than PUBG. they both have that kind of thing where it moves the weapon and this this pistol lean looks really good i think where it puts the muzzle up and then mm-hmm. in through the windows i think that looks and you notice there's cool. no there's no clipping either like some games even sandstorm like you'll clip a little bit you know there wasn't any clipping there and it looked like you said it looked supernatural it looked realistic you know that's how how i would be doing those exact movements on a wall like that so it looked good yeah the the leaning looked really good uh road to vostok with the super chat he says road to vostok sounds like an interesting game yeah i think it i think it does we, we might check it out dude thank you so much yeah. for being here that's really cool and thank you for the super chat you don't you don't have to do that but uh yeah thank you so much we're definitely excited about this and yeah we're just com- commending you on on your uh punctuality uh essentially like saying like we're gonna have updates now and then you get the updates and you can see market improvements and it's one person like i said that's already got a higher frame rate than doc's game uh but yeah i'm just looking forward to it hearing more getting hands-on play test uh will be will be really cool um the animations keep getting better uh keeps adding new content and i'm i'm generally not one that gets excited about single player games and stuff but this one looks just so damn immersive like how how could you not try it i i don't I don't know how you couldn't can i can i just say like shout out to the detail with the riser on that m4 like damn some AAA <laughs> studios definitely need to take some notes here because yeah and uh you guys should definitely watch the video uh subscribe to it to follow along because this part that's that's on the screen right now again sorry podcast listening uh this this part that's on the screen is really cool and it, it's just it, it gives you such really it's such cool insight to behind the scenes of game development um and this is where it shows uh the distance and sound and you can hear the sound-based uh, stuff off of distance. So it sounds different uh, based off distance. And then it shows campfires. The lighting is just freaking awesome. So man. beautiful. It's so, so good. good. It's so good. I wonder what Doc would say about this one. Can, can they make something that looks better than this? I don't think so. Um, and then, yeah, it had, the, had the retro radio. So I, I looked on the website. And uh, you could talk about, or it talked about, like, the radio. And there's, like... It's how I think you can correct me if I'm wrong, if you're still here. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's on here. Um, that it might be where you, uh, you can hear game updates and it's also going to talk about like, if you had in-game events and stuff, you'll hear about it on this radio. And it looked, it looked like maybe I'm talking out of my ass a little bit, but it looked like it might be kind of a, an in-game item. You can maybe find the radio and and tune into it. And then there would be in-game announcements and like for events and stuff. Uh, you could hear it on the radio. It had music and stuff too. Um, so I was just, man, I don't know how you get any more immersive than that. That just looks so cool. That's awesome. I, I love that. That radio concept is so cool. That's yeah. That, that's, and that's really neat. That's something I've always been like a, a little bit frustrated with in Tarkov is like, I, I, I hope he chooses to do that with, with that. Um, he said in the chat, 
Also going to make an IRL broadcast from the Vostok 72 that links the game world in real life. So you'll be able to listen to a lot like Spotify or something. Dude, that's cool. So it'll be like an IRL broadcast. Oh, so is it going to be like shortwave, like a real radio broadcast? Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. So that that's really cool. That's something um, I'm not, I don't want to throw too much shade at Tarkov because at the end of the day, it's an insane game with a lot of detail and they have the whole multiplayer element. Like where we're talking about desync. I can't imagine how challenging that is to, to have all that stuff with a multiplayer game. But in Tarkov, they have all these crazy events and stuff like that. But if you don't follow the Twitter, you have no way of knowing it. Um, like you, like, so when some of the events right. were going on, yeah. like you'd hop into lighthouse and get destroyed by the bosses and like, why are they here? What the fuck's going on? Yeah. And if you don't follow Twitter, you don't know there needs to be some kind of in game way. If you have events, which I'm all for keeping the game fresh, you need to be able to tell people that and having like a radio station is so freaking like ingenious, man. Like that's so smart. That's such a cool way to, to keep people informed. Like you have like a news, a news station, um, in the game. And then, uh, he's saying that you can also, uh, listen to it outside of the game and it links back. So is that breaking news? Is that the scope breaking news? Like first breaking think, news straight from I the think, developer. I think so, man. That's pretty epic. Man, we're big time. It just looks, I mean, that game. Wow. It look, I'm really excited for this. This looks really, really cool. So it's definitely right up my alley, especially, I mean, single player, man, I, I'm down for a, a good immersive single player game like this. This, this is going to be one of those games where like you can get ready, like hype up to play a, a good single player experience and ha just have a good time is what it seems like. Yep. And I, I'm thinking of stuff to talk about. So I see the campfire again, because I want to see it again. <laughs> <'Cause>, <laughs> it looks great, it, man. The, light, it looks the lighting so cool. is, there it is. There yeah. You go. Uh, this is I Road to it. Vostok, uh, Insurgent, Road to Vostok. Um, definitely check it out if you if you just uh search uh for it on the on youtube uh the channel will come up and that's where you get all the news and information um but yeah just man it's so eerie looking out into the woods and ah man i don't know it looks crazy i don't know if it's like unreal or unreal four or five i mean it looks like five but i don't it looks I'm, really good <laughs> i'm incredibly ignorant when it comes to game development um, and then uh, another thing to check out, um, the production team, shout out, uh, had this pulled up, uh, the, the website. So also, uh, I recommend wishlisting it on Steam too. Uh, you can keep up to date on stuff there and show a little bit of free support that way. Um, but yeah, uh, he adds to the chat, uh, this is quite far yet from impl implementation. But I think it would also be quite interesting if you listen to stuff like weather broadcasts from what the radio and it actually links to in-game weather systems. That is super, super cool. And the Russian sex bot has to come in here. Get real, dude. Come on, YouTube, Google, get it together. Um, yeah, that's really cool if it links to in-game weather. So I'm assuming uh, that means dynamic weather. Tarkov does something like that where they have like um, in-game weather that changes based on a real world application, but like, that I don't know. That that radio is like such a cool idea. It'd be so much information through there. And I'm sure that's that's no small feat to uh to to code. Um but another thing to uh to follow along is the website, uh roadtovostock.com 
and you can follow along with everything. Again, I highly recommend wishlisting it on Steam. And the next milestone is the public demo quarter three of 2022. So within the next two months, hopefully we get a public play test. That's what it's sounding like uh, the goal is. Um, so yeah, you can keep up with the news, devlog, roadmap. There, and if you're interested in game development at all, like it's something that I would love to learn more about. I feel so stupid sometimes because we talk about video games and I don't have a good grasp on how they're made. So I feel I get like imposter syndrome sometimes. <laughs> but uh, if you want to learn more about it, get get to this website, hit it on Steam and follow it on uh, follow it on on there. End of September is the current goal for that demo. Straight from the source, breaking news. So no, that's super cool. It's really cool that you're here too, and just answering questions about the game is is incredible for us. Um, really, really kind of you. Um, so yeah, end of September is a current goal for the demo, which is falls right in line with quarter three. Can't wait to play it. Yeah, really excited. I love I love the dev updates too. Like every time he shows it, the game just looks better and better. So yeah, you can see like big improvements, like a lot of work. Um, so yeah, I think yeah, and hopefully, like you said, Insurgent, I hope it makes it to uh makes it to console. That would be really cool too. There's a there's a lack of these type of games on console, and um. Hopefully, hopefully it takes off on PC and is incredibly successful, and and uh, maybe he gets the support to make that happen. I'm guessing that's no small feat either, either. Porting it over the consoles with all the hoops and stuff you have to jump through with getting things cleared by Sony and by Microsoft and updates like that, I can imagine being a lot of extra extra work. Yeah, but I, I'm I'm hopeful. It would be really neat. Um, yeah, and we're keeping our eye on real close. All right, sounds good. Uh, he says he's back to work. I'm sure you have a lot to do. Uh, thank you so much for stopping in and breaking news on the show. And uh, yeah, you're welcome on, welcome on anytime to talk about whatever or anything. But thank you for doing that. Breaking news on the scope, badass show. All right, I think that's it for the uh... quick shots. What a quick shot! Best for last. That was a good one, yeah. That was cool. Best we've had. Um, yeah, if there's anything you would like to talk about, chat, uh, let us know. Um, if you, uh, um, you can do that in Insurgent, in Insurgency Sandstorm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, if there's uh, anything you guys want to ask in the chat, we'd love to answer it. we got a little bit of time uh, for that. Not a crazy amount of time. This has been a long episode. We actually, it's cool that we've had enough stuff to talk about, but man, a lot uh, for, a, for a summer episode. Yeah, that was good. Especially we're in a, we're in a low point right now, big time. It's just like everything's, everything's just kind of trekking along <laughs> until Modern Warfare 2. Yep. Uh, nobody asks, when's... When's the worst time you've ever been exfil camped in Tarkov? Uh, this wipe. Um, and it always the worst map for it, I feel like, is interchange and the railway extract. So we went yep. to go to the railway extract, and there was a guy laying underneath the train cars, like clear in the back of the map that you couldn't see. And we got in the extract, and he shot our feet. He started shooting our feet with slugs and killed us with a leg meta underneath the train. That was the worst. But 
while I was dying, I had the chance to VoIP, why are you an asshole? And then I died. <laughs> like, so, I mean, I made him think about it and I let him know how I thought using VoIP. Uh, but yeah, that was the worst, man. That's a ratty, ratty spot. But I hate extracting on interchange. There's always people camping. There's always people. Yeah, that's the worst, dude. Because there's, there's not that many extracts. The main two, Railway and Emrecon, there's, and there's tons of places to camp and like, General Sam yeah, gave up all the spots. So many lines of sites. Yeah, and it doesn't help that there's a bunch of YouTube videos out there telling you which bush to hide it and stuff. It's, yeah. I, I don't... No rules in war. <laughs> That's true. Uh, that one guy that I watch uh, sometimes from Thunder Ranch, the Clint Smith guy on YouTube. I don't know if you've ever seen any of his stuff. It's really funny. He's a self-defense instructor. And he's like, there's only one rule to fighting. That's win. So... It's true. Yes, that yeah. is what it is. Some people camp. It's a, it's a valid play style. I'll say that. Not for me. Thing. Let's just be clear. There's like there's camping in a specific spot like that, like Exfil camping, and then there's like controlling a sector. But like yeah. that's hardcore. That's like I'm sitting in a specific spot waiting for someone to Exfil and shoot them in the with leg matter with slugs. Like that's. That's a love. That's a love. That's that's a man that needs to get laid. Is what that what that is. Yep. I uh, there is a difference. Sometimes I feel like I'm camping, but like in battlefield and stuff with a sector in Rainbow Six Siege, when you're defending, like you have to hold down this area, and there's a difference. right. Yeah, hundred percent. It gets Versus a, like a rat a ratty spot, right? It's a little little gray area sometimes. It's. Uh, it's <laughs> Justin asked, talk amongst yourselves. Uh, he said, I think 2042 Season 2 will be the real reveal whether they're focused on this game for the future to compete with Modern Warfare 2. Thoughts? Yeah, and I think I kind of already have a feeling what the answer is going to be, but we'll see. I hope I'm surprised. Yeah, I, th I think we know. I think we know. Um, but let's be honest. There's no competing with 2042. There's it's Can the game still be talked about after Modern Warfare 2 comes out? So I mean, there's no competing with Modern Warfare 2, but will Battlefield be able to release something that keeps people talking about it? Well, that's what we'll find out. Yep. Yeah, I feel like I don't have high <laughs> hopes. I don't have high yeah. hopes, but I'm going to be interested to see. I think it's going to tell us a lot. And yeah, I don't think like camping with a tank is something different too. I don't think it's necessarily going to be considered camping, right? Like if you're if you're dry, if you're running the armor, they're not always pushing forward. It's silly to always have to W key everything. There's going to be points where you're going to stop in a good spot and get some kills. So I, I don't know. It's plus there's a there's a counter to that, right? Like like tanks. If you're like talking like Battlefield Four, like there's javelins, there's toes, there's there's JDAMs from jets, there's toast from helicopters, different types of missiles from helicopters. Like there's endless things you can do to counter tanks, right? So yeah, I think that, that's like still a different. There's like counters to things, and there's things where like someone hiding in a bush under a train shooting in the legs. <laughs> you wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, it's tough. It's tough to camp in, in a tank. I feel like just because there's so many yeah. things that can get you. Right. Yeah, it does make people mad. I'm not one of yeah. them. I'm one of them. With those things, with those things, it's like if you piss someone off enough, they'll take you out. But for the most part, it's like, can I stay in a tank and just, just not piss the same person off enough to stay in my tank, or am I gonna make <laughs> the enemy team that angry that they're gonna take me out? Yeah, along with what nobody said in chat, it's like, 
when you're in a tank, you're the center of attention. It's like all eyes are on you and all the enemies are trying to get you. So yeah, it puts a bull. Yeah, the the Russians have are having great luck in tanks these days. That's what I hear. That true. They're loving it. Loving tanks. Loving life over there. Alright. Yeah. Take your you heard it here first. For a second. That was hardcore sarcasm, by the way. They're getting they're getting hit left and right with jammies. So that's what I thought. I thought I saw I thought I saw on Twitter that yeah, rough tanks over there <laughs> yeah. having a hard time. Tanks are bad. So I don't know. I guess if that's it, that's an episode. That was a long one, guys. Um, that was a good that was a good one. We had a lot of good yeah. topics there, and Road to Vostok making the appearance. Always love it when he's in here. <laughs> yeah, it's so cool. And he can just Stole ask, a like, dude developing it. It just he's just on the ball with everything. I love it. Yeah, it's just it's like uh, uh yeah. I don't know. It's so cool. I want to I want to ask him so many questions, but like I don't want to I don't want to play him when he comes into chat. Like, <laughs> hopefully, hopefully we're, he'll come. We're gonna, have, we're gonna have to have him on sometime. Yeah, I hope he comes on the show sometime. That would be such a wonderful wonderful episode. It'd be so cool because. Like I've said, there's a huge gap between like gamers like me and a development studio. Like, mm-hmm. well, why don't you make that animation look a little different? And then, then I would be cool to say, well, there's about 150 lines of code that you have to shift and change. Like, and then I'd be yeah, like, oh okay. Like, I would love some <laughs> of those. I would love some of those enlightening moments that would, you know, I'd probably be a lot kinder towards game developers. But right, right, exactly. The code behind it, but. <laughs> uh we just like a heads up we assuming we can work out logistics guys um reality uk is going to be on the show next monday but again that's dependent on logistics he's he's coming on with like a specific thing he's going to be using to come on um to not like give away identity so we need to test some of that stuff out and see if it's going to be feasible for next week or if we need more time but uh reality uk will be on sooner or later for sure We're, we've been talking to him he's he's excited to come on so we can work that out from next monday he'll be on otherwise uh he'll be on soon after so there's definitely a lot to cover with him also as we lead up to modern warfare too so reality uk probably one of the biggest dudes out there right now as far as information is given away we also had a ralph's valve who was going to come on but he kind of went uh took a step back for a while so Hopefully he'll be back. Uh, I know he he was a little upset. I think he got some dates and some things wrong, and they were contradicted by others. So I think when you have that many eyes on you, getting things wrong, you know, doesn't always work out the best. So I'm assuming he got a lot of feedback he wasn't a fan of. So I don't, I'm not gonna pretend to know what the reason was, but he took a step back. But hopefully he'll be back eventually, and maybe he'll come on the show still. Um, we'll have to wait and see, but wish him the best. And then hopefully reality will be on next week. But like I said, if we can't get that, that piece of technology working within, in our, our setup here, we'll, we'll reschedule him. So that'll be good. Yep. That sounds good. So yeah, stay tuned to all the socials to see what we get. We'll just, we'll make formal announcements whenever we get people lined out for sure. But I, that's just a, a good insight as to like what we're trying to trying to get put together. There's a lot of stuff behind the scenes, especially when you're working with someone that's got to keep their identity safe uh, to have them on a podcast. You got to be careful. So uh, we have that. And then, um, yeah, there's just a a lot of stuff in the works. It's a, it's a slow time, but, but we are working on uh, getting some other folks on the show to uh, just give you guys some, some good stuff to watch and listen to. (laughs) Man, ain't nobody. Uh, 
that made me chuckle. Thank you for that. Very out of context. Very out of context. Inside thing. Good laugh. That's all I got to say. Oh, yeah. You have a history with him, huh? All Mm. right. Yeah, I guess a little bit. I mean, I don't have a problem, but, you know, apparently when you get get a lot of dubs with a G36, uh, people people call you a camping noob. So I don't know. Oh, that's not cool. What it is. Oh. I mean, hey, I'm I'm getting multiple wins with a G36. I'm not I'm not complaining. <laughs> all right, all right. Inside joke. I'll take your word for it. Maybe maybe one day I'll be in the cool club. I'll be in the in crowd. And I'll know what's up. But yeah. <laughs> anyway, guys, I think that's it. And uh, sad balls, brisket. Uh, good brisket is the thing at a summer barbecue. So you know. And uh, yeah. Anything else? I'm good. Great show. Thanks for for hanging out, everybody. Really excited to uh. To keep doing this every Monday, we're having a blast. I think the show is getting better and better each week. So I have a, I look forward, like you said, Craig. I look forward to this every Monday. Um, and you know, I think we're seeing an, an uptick in the amount of live viewers. The chat, like back and forth, is awesome today. So thank you guys, killing it in chat. Really appreciate it. But yeah, except, having a blast. Really excited to uh, to keep this going. Except for the Russian sex bots, you guys can piss off. Yeah, um, get out. But of here. <laughs> but yeah. Again, just what he said, guys, I hate Mondays, but like I get excited as the day goes on through work to, to do this show. It's so much fun. And it's uh, it's even more insane that some people show up to, to hang out with us and chat's always awesome. And uh, you guys are awesome. And thank you. Thank you so much. Shout out to the podcast listener. And we'll try to get the bot up uh, early in the morning tomorrow and we'll get everything going with the podcast and stuff and uh, get that up as soon as possible. But everyone... Thank you so much for being here and uh we'll see you in i'm gonna go frame slut out over on twitch later probably <laughs> and uh we'll uh Love we'll it. we'll see you guys on uh on the next one in about six and three quarter days take care everyone <laughs>